and welcome to the DFB Podcast. I'm AJ Wolf with DisneyFoodBlog.com, and I am here with my co-host, Brad Johnson from WDWForGrownups.com. Hello, I am indeed Brad Johnson, and I'm here to give you the delightful news that we've decided to make a slight change to the format, and today we are going to be discussing the macroeconomic impact of the fiscal cliff and <laughs> the various implications for modern American politics. I think that sounds just about right. <laughs> or maybe... Aren't you glad we're back? <laughs> or maybe instead we'll just talk about Disney food. I think it would be less um, cantankerous, That's perhaps. Right. So on that note, we are going to have an episode of the DFB podcast. You may remember us from a while back that we used to do this show every so often, but uh, because of the holidays and other factors, we've missed a few weeks in there. But we have to give a shout out to all of you who wrote to us and, and made sure we knew how much you enjoyed the podcast and, and uh, sent various threats and you know. All the- <laughs> it was awesome. We're so glad that you're that you're liking it and that you're listening, and, and we're sorry it took us so long to come back again. In that spirit, today we are going to start off with a little bit of Disney food news. After that, we're going to dive into a discussion of dinner shows at Disney World (laughs) and Disneyland. So much alliteration. Am I alliterating? Um, Let me see what I can do for that. Um, After that, we're going to look at listener... I can't do it. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have some listener questions after that. And then finally, we're going to take some time to... Uh, I got nothing to do some trivia. I could have told you that wasn't going to work out. It's hard to do alliteration on this. You should run these things by me before you try them out. So we'll just pretend all that didn't happen. There's no alliteration. And then we're going to do those things. And then we're going to have a DFB podcast time. Is it alliteration when it's consonant? No, that's consonant. It's. I think it's alliteration all the time. It's assonance if it's vowels and it's consonants <gasps> if it's... You can't say that. I'm <laughs> All right. I think we've gone a little far. <laughs> we did threaten to do political talk. We didn't... We, we've maybe changed the format around now that we're going to have talk about various literary devices and, you know, grammar and spelling. But we'll stick with the DFB podcast for this time. So here we go. Here we go. So now it's time to talk about a little bit of Disney news. Has anything happened in the last couple months, AJ? <laughs> there has been a little that's happened. We're not going to talk about everything that's happened since the last time we brought you the DFB podcast. But because actually Disney World did actually open since the last time. That, that was one of the... <laughs> Practically. <laughs> it's been a while is what I'm saying. So let's oh, just... That joke never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So go. So what do we got on the, on the docket? I hear some stuff has gone down in France in Epcot. What can you tell us about Stuff that? Stuff is always going down in France. So, right, okay, so this week, last week, I should say, because this probably get put up next week, um, the brand new bakery opened in Epcot's France. It is called Boulangerie Patisserie Les Alls. Les Alls. I don't know if there's an S at the end, but... Uh, that's less Hallis for the rest of us. <laughs> that's right. So basically, this is... Um, they took the little tiny bakery, and they moved everything back into the... As one, as one of my readers put it, the France movie dump site. 
basically the the dump store where they where they push you when you're done watching the France movie. They basically move the bakery into there. So it's a it's a brand new refurbished bakery. It's much larger. Lots of new things to eat. Um, lots of undercover seating, which is great. Um, I do prefer undercover seating so that I'm not recognized. You're kind of like a Bond figure right. in Disney World, and. Um, the old bakery will become the new Glossier ice cream parlor pretty soon. So that's new. Also new in France is Monsieur Paul restaurant. Mr. Which, Paul. Mr. Paul's restaurant, which just opened in the space that Bistro de Paris used to be in. So it's basically a very similar restaurant. They're saying it's a little more casual, but the menu's very similar. Um, so it's getting some decent reviews. So there you go. Way to go, Mr. Paul. Way to go. Then I hear we have bowling news as well. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. So over at D- downtown Disney, um, where there used to be the giant Virgin Megastore, if you remember. I do remember. They now have Splitsville Luxury Lanes. And this is a chain that they have Splitsvilles around around the country. Um, it's basically a bowling alley with lots of food options and a little restaurant, several bars, two floors of bowling, Um Music. I mean, it's very upscale and very fun, but still you can bring your kids. What's cool about this is that I believe on most weekend nights, they will have a family only, or at least Friday nights, they will have families only downstairs and 21 and over upstairs so that you can still have kind of a family experience there, even if it's a kind of date night. Send the drunk people upstairs. That's right. That's right. Got it. Yeah, but it's really fun. I got to go try it out. Um, Loved it. So go check it out. And then we have a little bit of retirement news. Is that right? Yeah. So California Grill, as we know, is is, is closing for a refurb um, either later this month or early in February. And uh, Chef Yoshi, who is the very well-known sushi chef there, the beloved sushi chef there, will be retiring at that point. So if you uh, if you're in Orlando and you want your you want your Yoshi sushi, get over there ASAP. And Food and Wine Festival dates are out, are they not? They are! This is so exciting. Food and Wine Festival this year will be September 27th to November 10th, and I will be there. I hope you will be too. And what about another festival, the Flower and Garden Festival? Okay, so this is kind of cool. The Flower and Garden Festival this year, um, we know that last year they brought in that that Haiti booth with a little, with the drinks and some cool stuff. Well, this year they're going to do more of that. They're going to have several more food booths, um, some backyard barbecue kind of stuff going on. So there's a little more reason for, for us food fans to head over to the Flower and Garden Festival. And a Festival nod to AJ, Disney is trying to put food booths into all of their events. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure. I'm sure it's 100 percent because of me. That's right. They said AJ won't come unless we put some food out there. <laughs> and what about Disneyland? What's going on over in Disneyland? So as we know, this uh, this year, Disney World and Disneyland are both doing their limited time magic events, and these are um, limited time things that happen for about a week or a month or a few days that um, are special that'll just pop up that guests will find out about when they get there and or or be able to plan for. So these are cool little events that are happening right now at Disneyland. They are doing the quote unquote, a salute to golden horseshoe review. And so those of you who remember the show from way back when, when the golden horseshoe, um, first opened, they're doing that show again. It's going to be every Monday, every Thursday through Monday through February 4th. And they're going to have a lot of fun eats like the Monte Cristo bites that they had at the Jingle Jangle Jamboree. They're going to have those. Um, They're also going to have, let's see, chili cheese fries, um, red velvet cake, 
So lots of cool stuff is going on at Disneyland right now. If you're an annual pass holder at Disneyland, you can get special seating as well. Going back to a grammatical note, that kind of rhymes. A salute to the shoe review. There you go. Just an observation. Bam. All right. Well, that is done with our grammar and news section of the show. I get so tired after the news because I have to get it all out so quickly. (laughs) So next we're going to discuss dinner shows in Disney World and Disneyland. Are you ready? You know, AJ, sometimes dinner just isn't enough. (laughs) Sometimes you need dinner and a show. Really, folks, I never really know what he's going to go with when he does this stuff. I didn't even know we were recording. I thought he was just talking to me. That's true, Bradley. Sometimes (laughs) I'm glad you agree. Sometimes you need more than just dinner. Sometimes you need a show. So let's talk about dinner and a show, (laughs) or more precisely, dinner shows. Yeah, dinner shows at Disney World and Disneyland. So let's talk about your favorite one first, Brad. Let's talk about everyone's favorite one first. I think that's probably true. It is the Hoop-dee-doo musical review in the wonderful Fort Wilderness. It is. We love this place. Everybody loves this place. This is the one kind of consistent dinner show that I think I've never really heard anybody who's just like, oh, that's that's junk. I, don't I know, know people who go to this show every year on their anniversary for like 50 years. So just a little bit of background information on it. It's a you know, it's basically kind of a campy musical show that they do. You get, you know, pretty much uh, comfort food type food. You get fried chicken, ribs, veggies. Baked beans, what else? Corn. Yep. It's a family-style meal, so the food will come right to your table, um, and everyone just sort of digs in. It's actually it's a, a lot of it's served in buckets, like big like metal buckets. So <laughs> strap on the feed bag. And, as a, and spoiler alert, you get strawberry shortcake, too. You do get strawberry shortcake at the end. I don't want to spoil anything about the whole thing, but you do Now, they did change up the strawberry shortcake last year. So Is that right? It's a little bit different than you might have since you've last been there, I think. But... Um, Strawberry shortcake is a is a fun part of the show, actually. That's why I was saying it was a spoiler. spoiler. Yes, exactly. So, um, but it's it's a really fun show. A lot of what a lot of uh, grown ups like about it is that they get all you can drink beer, wine, sangria. So of course Can't you have it. all you can drink non alcoholic beverages as well. But you can you know where else can you get all you can drink sangria for you know one low price. And it is, a, I would say it's a little bit pricey. It's not, you know, it's not terribly cheap thing to go. But, you know, if you drink enough beer, it's, it, exactly. then it all works out, right? Yeah. And there are three shows each night. Um, so usually the, the latest show, which is around 8 o'clock, is the least populated. So, because that's, you know, the, the folks with little kids want to go the first couple shows. So that last show is usually not as populated. So that might be the, the best one. Which is noteworthy because it is not necessarily an easy reservation to get at right. peak times for these. Right, exactly. And there are several different levels of seating. So depending on the level of seating you get, um, your, your price will be higher or lower. How does that work? Now, I know it's two table service credits to if you mm-hmm. if you get it on the dining plan. What what level do you get if you do? I've never done it on the on the I am not 100% sure. All right. So it was a good question cuz even AJ didn't know. That's the right. Answer. It's a good question. I believe you get category 2 2 seating on the dining plan. Um 
I know you don't get category three because they wouldn't do that to you. And I believe they probably want you to pay more for category one. So I think you get category two, but, but don't quote me on that. And, uh, I, I promise you it's on the blog somewhere. I just have to go find it. <laughs> Didn't mean to surprise you there, AJ. <laughs> That's okay. You surprise me all the time, Brad. I, know, I am surprising like that. <laughs> so, so anyway, we love the show. This is our favorite show. If you're only going to go to one dinner show while you're in Disney, we 100% recommend this one. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now let's say that Hoop to Do is the best show bo- booked out. You can't get in. Can't uh, well, but you right. gotta have dinner. Just isn't enough. And you need <laughs> a you need a show to go with your dinner. What's our What's another? We won't even we won't even categorize the rest of them. What's another pick of something that the people can go do while they're on? So another pick in Disney World is the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Um, and this is a luau show. It is outdoors. Even though it's in a covered area, it's still outdoors. So um, it does get canceled if it gets too cold. And too cold is usually 50 degrees or lower. Um, but anyway, so this is a this is actual like fire dancers luau, you know, uh, doing it up. And lots of Polynesian-inspired foods. A lot of the same kind of stuff you're going to see at Ohana. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is a place that a lot of people love. And a lot of people hate. Pros of it, well, I mean, once again, you can get all-you-can-drink beer again, right? If I remember correctly. I think so. I'm going to go with you, with you on this one. I, 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 so again, I, I, like, AJ doesn't 100% agree with me, but I think that's right. Is yes. That you get, that you get uh, Bottomless. beer and wine included. Bottomless beer and wine. Yeah. So that's, that's a plus. I will tell you that for me personally, I'm always looking for any excuse to go to the poly, and I love any, all things Polynesian. We love to go to Hawaii itself, and so having, you know, having some uh, That's true. You're a little bit of a... I'm a little Hawaii bit of a Hawaiiophile. I was going to say some, a different word, but I'm not going to say it. You're a Hawaii addict. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's that's a plus. But I will also say that as a general rule, there's there's a bit of show going on if you go to Ohana, too. And Ohana has pretty good food. A lot of I mean, pretty good food and great dessert. So, I mean, that's a consideration. And also the show is two two table service credits. And so it's fairly expensive as far as right. If you go. And Ohana is just one table service. Exactly. Credit still. So, I mean, if I I would probably pick Ohana over the show most mm-hmm. of the time. But, you know, sometimes it's dinner. Just isn't enough. And yeah, you've got to you know. Get Another enough. thing to mention about this is is the the luau goes pretty long, and sometimes it's a little bit too long for the kiddos. Um, there is a a kid show at the beginning, but I think you'll find a lot of so, some people will leave towards the end because it's just dragging out a little bit too long. So, and you've also you're outside, so weather can mess your plans up too. Right, right, exactly. So. Luau, if you're a Hawaiiophile like Bradley, maybe try it out. Um, but it's definitely not as well-loved as Hoopty Doo is. And another one, just to continue our rundown, would be uh, Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, which, again, I love Fort Wilderness and all things Fort Wilderness. So, that's true. You know, that's, that's a, so that's where it is, and yeah. that makes it a good uh, thing by my standards. It, it's not always open Right. It's seasonally. I mean, I've it's open um, usually a couple of days a week, sometimes a few more, sometimes four or five days a week Um, in the summer. It's open pretty regularly. But during the the colder season, it really is only a couple of days a week. Yeah, I I haven't had good luck with it Mm -hmm. when at the times because we don't usually go on the peak of summer. So so I haven't seen a lot going on there. Yeah. But this Um, is again, this is outside. This is this is in a. uh, kind of a, a basically, it looks like your your standard picnic tables under a cover. You know, it's it's pretty standard what you'd see in your in your national park nearby, and, and pretty standard picnic food as well, which is usually a good thing. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, there yeah. is there is there is hot food. They have burgers and stuff like yep. that. Um, and they also I, have I characters. I should have said picky. I meant barbecue food. Not barbecue food. food. That's right. Because because where did that come from? Because <laughs> <laughs> I had an original thought. A lot of kids love this show because there are um, because Mickey's there and you've got other characters there as well. So this is kind of a fun little character meal to go to with your kids, especially if you have rambunctious kids. Let them who, run around, burn off that's some energy. Exactly right. Sometimes in the regular Disney restaurants, they can't run around and burn off energy um, indoors. But if they're outside and you're in the middle of basically a big campground, they can run all they want, play with the characters, um, scream, whatever. You know, nobody cares. You're just at Mickey's Backyard Barbecue and it's super fun. So. And also, it's the food is pretty straightforward. So if you got picky eaters, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's barbecue food, ribs, chicken, hamburgers, hot dogs, right. corn on the cob. Exactly. You know, most people will eat that stuff. That's right. So this is a, a bit of a far piece away from a lot of places. But you, you get to go to Fort Wilderness. You do get to go to Fort Wilderness. It's it can be hard to get there. Um, and like I said, it's like we said, it's hard to um, sometimes they don't have it going so it's hard to actually find when it's actually on but um if your kids love mickey and if if you as a family love picnicking this could be great and then another thing we should probably mention is it's not technically a dinner package but or technically a dinner show but you can do the phantasmic dinner package in hollywood studios to get and you do get dinner and a show they're just not together and sometimes depending on the time of year you go you can get the Fantasmic lunch package or the Fantasmic picnic package. So there's several options available. How this basically works is you purchase the the, um, the package, you get a meal at one of three restaurants in Disney's Hollywood Studios, and then you get preferred seating for Fantasmic that night. So um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's a pretty decent deal, I guess, if you desperately want to see that show now you still have to get there about half an hour ahead of time so you're still going to be sitting for half an hour um but um it's a good thing to know about if you have to see phantasmic and you want decent seats and just another thing that's not actually dinner but worth mentioning is um house of blues the sunday gospel thing that's right that's a uh, that's kind of a breakfast show it's a, it's every sunday and they do a gospel show in their um big uh theater and you get good food, buffet food, blah, blah, blah. But um, speaking of House of Blues also, sometimes they have a special deal where you can get a dinner at House of Blues and reduced price tickets to La Nuba next door, the Cirque du Soleil show in downtown Disney. So that's another thing to consider. That's dinner and part of a show. That's right. That's right. Okay, so we've heard a wide variety of very interesting options at Disney World. Yeah. Let's talk about shows at Disneyland. Okay. Dinner shows at Disneyland. Disneyland does not have as many. No. But still quality. So over at Disneyland, the first one we're going to talk about is... uh, is Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue, and Disneylanders will know this and love it, um, just because it's... <laughs> so let's... It's about as kitschy you, as you can you get. You might not be catching our sarcasm <laughs> on this, so let's just say Big Thunder Ranch... Now, first of all, it changes all the time. So it does. Who knows, who knows what they're You never know showing. what's going to be at Big Thunder Ranch right. Barbecue when you're there. They trying new things to make it work Seasonally, there. they do different things. At, at Halloween time, that's where they're doing the pumpkin carving. At Christmas time, they do Jingle Jingle Jamboree. They got lots of different stuff going on there, but... Most nights you will find the Big Thunder Ranch barbecue. I kind of consider Big Thunder, like Disneyland has so many things that it does really well and in a lot of cases better than Disney World. And I consider that this is like they looked at Hoopty Doo Review and and tried to do something like.
like it and just didn't really work out all that well, right? Like, they, you know, they, <laughs> Brad's telling you he's not fond of the entertainment. The, the entertainment there at Big Thunder is, Ranch Park. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not fond of it. You just have to be in the right frame. Like, don't go there expecting the kind of the experience that you have at Hoopy Doo. Appreciate it for its kitsch value and kind of it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just a different kind of experience, probably not quite the same highly honed, you know, they've been doing hoop de doo for, for decades, you know, that, that, at uh, Disney World, they've got that down to art and Disneyland, maybe they still have a few more decades before, before uh, Big Thunder Ranch catches up over there. I don't actually know how long Big Thunder Ranch barbecue has been going on. No, or but... how long it will continue to go on. But they, <laughs> they do have the food there, I would say, was not bad at all, though. The food is not bad, but my one complaint is I don't understand why you have that sort of thing without fried chicken. Yeah. I, you've told me that's, that's pretty much AJ's complaint about every restaurant that doesn't have fried chicken. You know, you, you go to a steakhouse and she's like, "It's a good steakhouse," but I don't know why they didn't have fried chicken. I don't know why they don't have fried chicken? They have barbecue chicken. Um, but anyway, it's it's very similar to hoop to do with the food at Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue in that your your food is you know served in in your buckets and it's family style and it's all just brought to your table. You got corn on the cob and um, beans and all that good stuff. Um, what's a real standout here is the desserts, though. Um, they, they give you a dessert menu and the first few desserts are kind of okay, but then you get down to the bottom where they have the bakes, where they have this, like, they have this cookie bake, which is basically a half baked cookie with a whole bunch of ice cream and chocolate sauce. And it is out of this world, totally out of this world. They have the s'mores bake, which you've read about on the blog. Uh, Heather, um, reviewed it. So they've got a couple of stellar desserts, and you actually can go and just order dessert. If you don't actually want the meal and just want dessert, you can go do that as well. Now, and again, as a, just as a word of warning, they, do, they keep trying new things here. So on any given day, all of this may have changed, or they may be trying something seasonal or whatever. So yep. be, be it, you know, plan ahead and check in before yeah. you just make any plans around Big, Th- be, right. around, uh, Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue. And but they I'll- don't normally have characters there, but a little while back they did have like a Woody's Roundup kind of situation where they had characters. So that might come back at any given time. So just, just keep your eyes and ears open. And also don't forget to stop by next door and pet the live animals. Pet the are. live animal. Oh my gosh. They have this, uh, they have all of Disneyland's like random live farm animals there. So, you know, that's kind of awesome. But they also have a petting zoo at, at Fort Wilderness if you happen to be at Hoop to Do. So don't forget that either. So that's probably the the most straightforward dinner show that they have at Disneyland. But they also have a similar package in, in a similar vein to the Fantasmic package in Disney Hollywood Studios. They have the World of Color dinner package right. in in Disneyland. Right. World of Color dining package. Again, same same sort of setup. Um, you book the package. You go to dinner at one of several restaurants in um in Disney California Adventure. Which ones are there? There's Wine Country, Trattoria, yep. Carthay Circle, and there's a picnic meal, right? Is that right? Yes, exactly. Okay. And we've got we've got reviews of several of those up on the blog. You can go check them out. Um, and then what's weird is that World of Color doesn't really have seating. You just have kind of preferred standing area if you get the package. <laughs> As far as I know, this is this is what I've this is what I've been told. Um, and so that's it's up to you whether that's a good deal or not. So, but that I will also, from what I understand, a lot of times people say it is hard to get a good position to watch the show. So it is. They do have fast passes available, and you're kind of in the same general area as fast pass holders. I hear. So those are pretty much your options for shows at Disneyland. If so we would we uh, if you have any other suggestions of shows we missed or anything like mm-hmm. else like that, be sure and let us know at podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and let us know any other questions you have. Absolutely. 
now it is time for some questions from listeners. That's you guys. That's you guys. So our first question is from M. Wright, who would like to know, what are the best WDW non-park quick service locations for breakfast and lunch? By non-park, I think they mean resorts, basically. Yes. So, AJ, what are the best WDW non-park quick service locations for breakfast and lunch? Well, for for me, breakfast, I love going to Captain Cook's. You yep. can get Tonga Toast for a lower cost than you can at Bacona Cafe. Um, Captain Cook's is a great option. Yep. Contempo Cafe next door over in the Contemporary. By the way, Captain Cook's is in the Polynesian Resort. Did I say that? I don't you remember. Didn't. Um, Contempo Cafe next door in the Contemporary has salted caramel waffles. We need to not forget that. And a couple of other great breakfast options as well. So that's a good one. Um, Roaring Fork and Wilderness Lodge nearby. These are all like, these are all in the Magic Kingdom Resort area, unfortunately. Um, Magic Kingdom's got quick service breakfast wrapped up. They do. Roaring Fork currently still does have those fabulous specialty Mickey waffles on the menu, which are out of this world awesome so go check that out of course if you don't want something sugary and sweet <laughs> then we have nowhere we can't help you we don't know where you want to go <laughs> no there's lots of there's lots of other places to go but most most places that serve counter service breakfast will have like an egg ham and cheese croissant sandwich or some sort of egg factor as well egg factor so the things that really stand out are those are those specialty sweets and though. after you've had your egg factor for breakfast what can you where would you go for lunch so for lunch i would hit downtown disney um they now downtown disney does have some some good counter service restaurants for breakfast as well but for lunch they're spectacular cooks of dublin Yay. i absolutely love um earl of sandwich earl of sandwich is superb for lunch and good pricing wolfgang puck express i think is your best deal across the board um as far as having a very high-end meal for um counter service price again contempo cafe and captain cooks are both are both super they both have specialty items that you can get only there for lunch and they're they're just great you know i find myself at captain cooks a lot for lunch i can't identify anything specifically that's like the best thing I've had there or anything. They do have the adult grilled cheese sandwich, which is nice. Um, adult grilled cheese sandwich. They've got some great pork nachos there right now. Yeah. Um, good sandwiches, good noodle bowl at Captain Cook's. So definitely go check that out for breakfast or lunch. It's a, it's kind of a little microcosm of wonderfulness. In plus the it's in Nepali. Plus you have nice. a dull, you can have a dull whip while you're there. You so that's great. But as I try to think about any Epcot counter service areas, like Epcot resort area counter service, I'm really at a loss. There's really not a lot of good, Do good count, stuff. Does, does Peekaboo count as as? Uh... It could but no, because it's not really counter service. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more of a cafeteria yeah. kind of situation, and that's that's, at the, that's at the Dolphin Resort. At the Dolphin Resort yeah. is, is just cool in general. Yeah, that's right up your alley. That's up. I like it up too. Brad's alley. If yeah. you're looking for things that are up my alley. Anyway, those are our suggestions for counter service, non-park breakfast, lunch. Go. Go. The next question is from Rachel M., who says, My husband and three kids are going to WDW in December. Unfortunately, this was last December. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> but it's still a good question, so I thought I'd answer it anyway. Oh, poor Rachel. And we have the standard dining plan. I know WDW distinguishes between adult and child service table credits, but what about quick service credits? And quick service credits like snack credits. If so, could we potentially use our quick credits as adult meals and share them? I know the key. I know on the key to the world snack card, it shows table service. It shows how many adults and how many kids are using the DDP. But sometimes we want just a few quick meals to share as snacks until our big table service meal. Okay, so <laughs> the basic question here is: Does Disney World distinguish between adult and child counter service credits on the Disney Dining Plan? The answer at this moment 
is no. They actually do not distinguish between adult and child counter service credits on the Disney dining plan. Um, and so basically what that means is you could right now go and get an adult counter service meal with a child counter service credit. Um, we don't subject know, to change at any time. Subject to change at any time. We don't know how long this will go on. Some, you know, uh, but we could ha- be changed already by the time this podcast. Right, comes exactly. Up. But some, you know, we've been told multiple times, and of course, we have our we have our Disney dining plan gurus that we consult with for a Disney food blog, and you know, this is constantly one of those things. We're like, yep, that's still how it is. That's still how it is. So um, that's a pretty good little little glitch in the system. So if you have, inf- if you have information that contradicts or supports that, be sure and let us know. Mm-hmm. And also if you have any questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, please send them to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and be sure and put question in the subject line. Put question in the subject line. And if it's something that you need to answer within the next month or two, <laughs> you might want to put that in the subject line. Yeah, Let too. us know if it's, <laughs> if it's time sensitive because we haven't done so. We'll, we'll hopefully have a new podcast out soon, but we still, you know, if it's time sensitive, we'll get back to you as quickly. As and possible. Rachel, I hope everything went well in December. <laughs> Merry Rachel, Christmas. Rachel's trip was a disaster <laughs> and it's your fault, AJ. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Send us your questions. I, we, I, we promise we'll answer them. You know what's fun, AJ? What's fun, Bradley? <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> it is fun. And now let's do some. It's almost as fun as math. Almost. So, first let's start off with last week's trivia question. Last week? Last weeks. Last year's trivia question. The last trivia question of last year, (laughs) which was, what two restaurants hold dance parties during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? Dance party! And the answer was... The answer is, and this is a really hard question. So we those did not of you, get that many correct answers. That's right. So those of you who got them right, way to go. Um, the answer was Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe and Diamond, Hor- Di- Diamond Horseshoe. <laughs> yes, that's right. Didn't Diamond, right Diamond Horseshoe in Disney World and Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland. I, I always because we talked about the Golden Horseshoe earlier. Diamond Horseshoe Saloon um, in in uh, in Adventureland. So nope, in Frontierland. <laughs> oh my gracious, what's wrong with me? Cosmic Rays over in Tomorrowland and, and Diamond Horseshoe over in Frontierland are the two that hold dance parties for the little ones. And our winner was Mark A. from Illinois. So, Mark A., you have won a free copy of any of the DFB guides that you would like. Way to go, Mark. We'll be contacting you with an email soon so you can choose your DFB guide. And if you want, we actually have um, an updated 2013 DFB guide coming out very, very soon. So, if you want to hang on and wait for that one, you can do that, too. So, AJ, what's the question for this week? So this week, our trivia question is a little bit easier, and this is name three types of hot pretzels you can get in both Disneyland and Disney World. There are three different kind of flavors of hot pretzels you can get. Um, Now, there's actually more than three, so all you have to do is name three, and you will be entered to win your own DFB guide, anyone you want, you can have. So if you think you know the answer, send it to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com and be sure and put trivia in the subject line of your email and you will be entered to win if you get it right.
So that brings us to the end of a yet another DFB podcast. One of many. One of 12. That's right. So we thank everybody for listening this week. And we, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at twitter.com slash DFB podcast. DFB podcast, yep. If you would like to rate us on iTunes and give us a review, that would be wonderful. You can do that. And if you would like to follow us via our RSS feed, you can go to dfbpodcast.com. That's right. We're, we're everywhere. But also, of course, go visit Bradley at www.forgrownups.com and come see me at disneyfoodblog.com. We're there every day. So thanks, everybody. And we will see you much sooner than we did the last time, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.